Let's cut through the mainstream financial advice out there. This is your quick financial tip from your rich uncle. But not many people that can get traction like how you did. And it does take a little bit of luck. But in a way, it got you that, that gap to be able to make a little bit more money and kind of accelerate yourself down the financial path. So maybe talk a little bit about the, how that passive income got built up and then when did you finally cut the cord on the day job, the W? Yeah. So I worked in equities and that means my compensation and my career were tied to the stock market. And so the stock market does well, I do well. If the stock market does poorly, I don't do well. And so my instant thought after the first month of working was, oh man, getting in at 5.30 a.m. and leaving after 7 p.m. is unsustainable. I didn't want to last that long in my career. I knew I couldn't last that long. And so from then on, I decided to save 50% of my income and reinvest it. So I started reinvesting in dividend stocks, CDs, bonds, just whatever. But then what I did was I was able to get lucky on a dot bomb stock that went from $3,000 to $150,000. And so I sold out and I said, you know what? I should probably diversify my wealth into real estate because I saw so many stocks go up huge and then just crash in the, during the 2000, 2001 dot-com bubble. So I felt it was just like funny money. So I had better use my luck. And I totally believe most of anything is luck. Anything outside the average is luck. So I was able to convert that funny money stock gains into my first property in 2003, because I knew no matter what, I wouldn't wake up one day and see my value of my rental property or my property go down 40%. It was a sticky investment, sticky rental income. And so I started building my real estate portfolio in 2003, saved as much as I could and tried to diversify as much of my funny money or equity income into real assets. Going back to like when you graduated college to year 10, we have a lot of these guys that will say they'll max out their 401k. I don't know if it's 25 yeah. grand these days, but were you one of these kids or putting yeah. away like 50, 70 grand a year from your paycheck to savings? Yeah, that was the easiest step. Back in, I think it was 99, 2000, I maxed out my 401k. At the time it was 10,500. But after a while, I realized you can't take from your 401k until you're 59 and a half. And I couldn't last beyond age 40 in finance. I just knew I couldn't. So I needed to figure out a way to generate passive income from my taxable portfolios, my taxable online brokerage account or real estate, which was my bread and butter. So that's what I focused on doing. And in San Francisco, you can live as a single person off 50,000 a year, 60,000 a year, but it's very expensive here. It's more expensive than Honolulu. But by the time I left my day job in 2012, my investments were generating about $80,000 a year in passive income, which was a total livable income stream. I'm not balling out, buying fancy stuff and doing all that, but it was enough to leave and to take the leap of faith. And because I had a severance package that paid for five years of living expenses, I said at the age of 34, that's like leaving at age 39 or 40 which was my original target. Yeah, I, I did the same thing. I set away an X amount of money. I think it was like 50 or hundred grand. And I figured that would be enough personal expenses to get me down the road a couple of years. And surely I would find out if this real estate syndication business would be successful by then. Lane is not a lawyer CPA, but the dude did quit his engineering job and now owns thousands of rental properties. Learn more about the secrets of the wealthy. Join our community at thewealthelevator.com slash club. And if you're looking for a longer form podcast, 
Also subscribe to the Wealth Elevator podcast.